Please welcome Andrea Zapp. Hey, everybody. I understand I'm the thing between you and lunch, so great. Uh, My name's Andy Zapp. I am the managing partner of uh, Cast Us, and um, as Lauren said, I also um, spent... Um, uh, some time in, I've spent really the last 10 years in economic development in this city. Uh, I am passionate about uh, the need to rebuild these communities and to and buy investment. Uh, you said it right. What, what people who live in these communities on the south and west side, they, what they want is a fair opportunity. They want access to the system. They want access to capital. And trust me, they don't get it. And I'll give you uh, some statistics just to give you some idea of how bad it still is. So um, cast us uh, Cleveland Avenue, for those of you who don't know, is a venture capital firm started by Don Thompson, the former CEO, and his wife Liz, the former CEO of McDonald's. Um, We have two larger funds, uh, a $100 million fund, uh, Cleveland Avenue Food and Beverage Fund, and a $500 million million Cleveland Avenue Food and Beverage Fund, and a $500 million food and beverage fund that focus on investments in the food and beverage and related technologies. When Don was starting Cleveland Avenue and building those funds, even though he came from the background that he came, even coming from being the CEO of McDonald's, he faced challenges raising capital. Um, and he learned and saw firsthand the challenges that black entrepreneurs, Latinx entrepreneurs, and women entrepreneurs have. And let me just give you some statistics. In 2021, black entrepreneurs got 1.2% of VC funding. Women, two, Latinx, 2.2%, and women, uh, or 2.0%, and women was 2.2%. That was in 2021. There's a $146 million gap between supply and demand and capital needs in Chicago alone. It's not even better when you think about loans and, and not just equity investment. The loan, black entrepreneurs are get denied two times the rate. And then when they do get loans, the differential in terms of what they're able to get and access is significant. That data that I just gave you, we first looked at in 2018. And I had it updated recently for a recent presentation, hoping to see some change. It hasn't moved at all. Not at all. That data is exactly the same as it was in 2017 or 2018. And that's the challenge that we're facing. It's just different. There's also too few people who look like me people who look are brown or black on my side of the table. And I can tell you from being there that we look at entrepreneurs who look like us differently. And we all know that venture capital is about taking risks, right? It's about taking a risk. And it's harder for entrepreneurs who look like me, who look our Latinx and women, have a harder time getting people to take that step out and take that risk. So Don decided to start of the fund Cast Us. Um, and uh, he reached out, and his fir- our first partner and first uh, LP was actually the state treasurer's office. And actually, Cast Us actually stands for um, Cleveland Avenue State Treasurer's Urban Success Fund. Um, but that was too wordy, so we just call it <laughs> Cast Us. Um, and uh, the fund was going to be a $35 million fund, but when Don started talking to people about what he was trying to do, Uh, people stepped up. And what I love about our fund is that our LPs 
uh, our, do what we can do, what we do well in Chicago. It is a public-private um, investment group. So we have the state treasurer's office, we have MacArthur, we have the trust, uh, Chicago Community Trust, but we also have Bank of America and BMO and a number of family offices in addition to that. And our funding out when we closed last year was at $70 million, double what we originally started. So we uh, closed last year, um, in the, and we are doing early growth uh, investments. So we don't do seed capital. So we require, our, we hope our companies have typically uh, 500000 to a $1 million in, in revenue uh, that they've been operating for a while. And they're at that level where they're either early, uh, pre-Series A or Series A, where they're just getting ready. They need money to grow, um, but they've got an idea or something that has some traction. And we're there to fill that gap that often doesn't happen when before they've really proven themselves. And so we are sector, unlike the food and beverage funds that focus on food and beverage, we are sector agnostic. So we have some food companies, we have some tech uh, companies, we have some companies in the healthcare platform, we have a services company. So we don't, we really are open. Um, we're trying to spend, put 75% of the dollars in companies that are either located in, operating in, or having a positive economic impact on the south and west sides of the city. And we are uh, putting 50% of the money behind women and the rest behind uh, black and Latinx entrepreneurs. So far, we have 12 companies, um, and uh, we've invested about a third of the fund. And uh, they are, as I said, they cross the gamut from healthcare, tech, to uh, uh, services. And we're really excited. We're meeting those parameters. The hardest parameter that we're meeting, we're having a challenge with, is finding the companies that are, not surprisingly, operating on the south and west sides of the city. Um, and so we're really pushing uh, the barriers on that. And the other challenge is that these days when you talk to tech entrepreneurs and you're like, where's your company located? They're like, it's in my kitchen. Um, so, and you're like, where's your CTO? He's like, well, he's in his kitchen or her kitchen. <laughs> so, uh, and they you know, because they don't have to spend the money to, to invest in the office place and they don't. And so uh, we're trying to get them to think more about putting that kitchen on the south and west sides. And we're pushing that. But the point is, and the real goal here is to help these companies grow, uh, to make, and we are a, a venture fund. We have return objectives and goals. But our objective is to build wealth in the communities, um, and particularly in the south and west sides, and with black and brown and women entrepreneurs. Because when you build that wealth, those individuals will hire other individuals. They'll take that wealth and invest it into other businesses, into other communities. And until we start rebuilding wealth in these neighborhoods and in these communities, we will not drive change, period. That's what we have to do, and that's what access to capital is all about and why what you're doing is so important. So I want to thank you for taking the time to be here and what you're going to learn or you've already learned and what you will learn. Thank you for having us here. We are passionate about this work uh, because we know it makes a difference and we know it changes lives. We've seen that happen and we also know that these entrepreneurs are amazing. Mm -hmm. They are amazing. They are resilient. They are strong and they are creative. And if you give them a chance, they will deliver for you. So thank you for having me, and uh, I look forward. I'll be with you this afternoon too, any as well. Questions? Any, any questions, sir? Sure? Question. They're hungry. <laughs> How does credit impact the process 
uh, for the black and brown communities with the capital, access to capital, the credit score, the credit process. So, you know, when we're looking at businesses, we're generally not looking at individual credit scores. We're looking at the quality, the business's revenue, their debt, their, and so it matters. But it certainly matters when it comes to getting loan, to the loan side of that equation. And, you know, we're, you know, uh, Bernita Johnson Gabriel, who's on my team here, who many of you know uh, from Chicago know, has been working to build relationships with banks to help, because every now and then we, we run into companies who, equity investment isn't what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a loan. And so we've been trying to build relationships now, trying to. We have built relationships with a number of banks. But what I'll tell you is, time after time, even banks who tell us that they're committed to this to mm-hmm. entrepreneurs of color, they have programs, they've put money behind it, they've made big announcements about all the money they have. When you actually bring the entrepreneur in and they start running their uh, their uh, requirements against against the entrepreneur, time after time we've had people turn down. We just had one the other day, mm-hmm. a company, a multi-million dollar company that's been running for a long time couldn't get a line of credit from one of our banking partners um, because their criteria wouldn't um, adjust uh, for some flexibility for some of that some of our entrepreneurs have. Um, and so the credit does matter because it gets in the way of access to capital. So. Yeah, so the way we interact with them is we uh, we meet with them, we have relationships with them, and what we're hoping is to get the companies at, for one, is to encourage people who are doing seed capital or are doing smaller capital equity to introduce them to companies, but also every now and then some of those companies grow, come up. And what we're, so we get a lot of our referrals from community-based um uh, small business entrepreneurial support organizations. That's where we get a lot of our companies from. So that's our interaction is for those companies that actually do take that step up or are there and are growing that they um, are that we're that we're available to them. The other thing that we're doing at Cleveland Avenue is uh, we hope to launch this later this year something called the Entrepreneurial Development Leadership. Institute, EDLI, uh, the Frederick Douglass Entrepreneurial oh, Development wow. Leadership Institute, um, which is aimed at identi- addressing the challenges of companies that come to us that are not ready for investment to us. And that, uh, that uh, program will uh, assess entrepreneurs, tell them what they need, and then connect them to those resources in the community. We are not going to deliver services. We are going to connect entrepreneurs to the services that exist because we have a lot. We have a very strong entrepreneurial support ecosystem here in Chicago, but oftentimes business owners don't know where to go. They're like, I don't know what I need. I just know that, you know, I don't have a great finance system or I don't know exactly what I need. So our, we're going to assess them, give them a coach, and push them in the direction of the resources that are available. So that way, hopefully, they then will be able to grow and then be better positioned to get the capital that they need, to get the loan that they need, uh, and to get the support that they need to grow their business. We do have some companies with less than $500,000 of revenue. I'm just trying to set the bar.
<laughs> These two real quick, and then we're going to eat. Well, that was somewhat in that sort of a question. My, I, I am Latin, and I do a lot of work in Latin America where things are just as difficult for the people of a certain mm-hmm. social status. And the, the problem is the risk assessment you know, when, it, when it comes to the interest rate that they get charged and the terms that they get even. Right. So we've not been for pure loan products, which we, we do some convertible loans for some of our investments, but for pure loan products, this is the challenge. We, are, we haven't addressed it yet successfully yet. Uh, we're working with uh, our banking partners, and um, uh, we just, in fact, we met with somebody yesterday um, who's going to run a fund funded by Exline, which is one of our energy companies, that's going to have loan products um, who says they will be, their criteria will be different. We'll see. Um, so far, uh, a lot of the banks, the more traditional banks that have said they're going to, haven't been able to get there. And, and that's a, it's a problem. Uh, it, it is an issue I don't, for which I don't have a great answer. So we got one more question back there in the corner, and then we're going Yeah, so we are, Cleveland Avenue is food and beverage. Class Trust Fund has a couple of food companies, but we're also, uh, we have a couple healthcare companies. We have a couple, we have an AI uh, document review company. We have a services company. And our scope, our focus is Chicago, but we have some companies that are outside. We're, the fund, we're, we can do about 25% of the fund outside of Chicago. And we don't really care where. Okay. Thank you, Andre. Come join our 361 firm community of investors and thought leaders. We have a lot of events created by the community as we collaborate on investments and philanthropic interests. Join us.